Stage three, baby. Yeah, that's where we're going. We're going to get those details just after 1 o'clock today. Stay with us here on Global News Radio. We'll carry that press conference for you live as Doug Ford and all the cast of characters that you come to know and love each and every day, each and every weekday. Love those updates. In fact, the the Premier are talking about that today in the House. And, you know, people, they love to tune in. There's a lot of questions about, okay, well, do we need them every day? Really? Do we? Have we not kind of moved into kind of a partisan area? But, I mean, that's a discussion for another day because we do actually have a big announcement today, and it's coming up as we get the details on stage three. But here's something else that happened in the House this morning. I want to play this for you. This jumped right out at me when I heard Doug Ford say this when he was being asked by Andrea Horvath about what what's the plan for September in schools. I mean, stage three is one thing, but... What in the world's going to happen with daycares and for schools come September? Yeah, we got you know a bunch of different plans, and yes, the the education minister said it's going to be a hybrid, a combination of in class and remote learning. But uh, do we actually have a plan, Premier? But what I'm hearing from parents, it's a good plan. And what I'm hearing from school board trustees, that thank you for giving us the option rather than forcing down options down our back. So every jurisdiction is a little different, Mr. Speaker. And what applies up in Kenora doesn't necessarily apply in Hamilton, Mr. Speaker, applies in, in Toronto. So we're giving them the flexibility to make the plan, work with the school boards, making sure they work with the parents and community organizations. And we're going to move forward in September and keep the kids safe. That's our number one priority. That is Doug Ford in the house this morning. Did you catch that? It's kind of a roundabout way of saying, but what you peer through that, and what he is saying is that individual school boards will decide which portion of the plan, how a hybrid will go and how it will not. So we could have a totally different kind of September for kids in Sault Ste. Marie than we do for kids in Brampton. That's very interesting, and I don't believe we have heard that before, and that will be very, very odd, because is there not going to be some sort of provincial standard for all of this? It's really going to come down to where you live in the province means you get to go to school or don't get to go to school, or you're going to school every other week as opposed to every day. It is going to be interesting. There'll be questions about that after 1 o'clock, even though most of the questions will be regarding Stage 3. Here's our Queens Park Bureau Chief, Bureau Chief, pardon me, Travis Damrej talking about what is in and what is out of Stage 3 as we understand it. We are likely to see, you know, theaters, gyms, in-dining, restaurants open up, but we're not going to see major concerts and major events happen right away. That's simply not going to happen. The Premier has said that previously. You know, this needs to be a cautious, prudent approach. That is Travis Darash talking about what is coming today, the announcement about Stage 3. We're hearing it's likely Friday for some portions of the province. Expect, again, there to be this staggered approach. So if you live in Toronto, if you live in Peel, for example, a number of other places that we've had outbreaks, maybe not for those jurisdictions, although the numbers today, not bad. Again, 116 for Ontario. And just put that in perspective, Florida We have two-thirds of the population of Florida. In Florida today, 12,600. 12,600 in Florida. 116 for us. 
But you heard in Travis's report right there that one of the things that is likely on the table, if you pardon the terrible pun, is the return of in-restaurant dining. And what does that mean, and how is the industry getting prepared? James Rylett is the Vice President and Central Canada of Restaurants Canada. James, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me, Alan. James, what are, you, uh, what are your um, stakeholders hoping for today from the Premier? Well, they're hoping to be uh, given the green light to move into the next stage. Uh, I think uh, most restaurants have been eagerly anticipating uh, some sort of reopening. Um, you know, for months I've talked to some that have been putting stickers on their floors and uh, uh, moving tables apart, uh, just hoping that they can open at some time. So, you know, the, the patios have been great. Uh, it's it's helped, uh, helped some, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of restaurants that just can't. Um, you have patios, so uh, any any opening is is welcome news. Even with you know, we've heard so much about so many restaurants that just sort of work on almost just just barely above break even, and that's with large capacities and having to fill the restaurant. You won't be able to do that currently. So, is it actually economically viable for many restaurants to open under those conditions? Well, it's a it's an issue of uh, how much money do you want to lose. Um, what we're seeing is even the restaurants that are open uh, over 60% are still losing money, but uh, they have to make the uh, the equation is uh, are we going to lose more money if we're closed or more or more money if we're open? So that's what many people are doing. They, they know they'll continue to lose money, but uh, um, I think most people are, are saying, well, we're going to lose less money than if we remain closed, and uh, we'll we have to try and get open eventually anyway. So. Um, they're willing to take the hit and uh, start serving customers again. With restaurateurs facing the same issue that so many other employers are, which is how do you get your employees back to work, especially if there's no childcare? Obviously, school is out, but you know the day camps, many of them are closed. We have some reopening, but it's very difficult to get your kids into these sort of things. So, like you know, with the restaurateurs, can they actually get their staff to come back? We've seen some some issues with that. Uh, so they've had to work a little harder in some instances. You know, there are people. people it's a natural thing. People are, are hesitant to go back in, at this time. Uh, people, like you say, have, may have to worry about childcare. But uh, you know, those are issues that we're we're willing to have. Those are issues we're we're eager to uh, try and solve. So. Uh, it, it might it may be a problem for some, but uh, I haven't talked to anybody who hasn't figured a way to work work through it. What what have you heard from the province in terms of the rules, what they might be? Have you had any kind of uh, pre-briefing on what will actually have to be installed in or inside a restaurant for in, uh, in-room dining, dining to continue or to resume, pardon me? Yeah, I think what we're um, seeing in other jurisdictions is is what we're what we expect is uh, you know reduced capacity, um, either space tables or or barriers between the tables, um, uh, the face mask when not eating, um, the uh, having to have enough space to get to in and in the restaurant and two washrooms, etc. Um, enhanced cleaning, uh, more. Uh, personal protection uh, equipment, um, those those sorts of things that we're seeing in other provinces, what we fully expect. Um, we had been told early on uh, after the, f- the second stage of opening that uh, to expect regional openings. I'm not sure if they'll do that again today, but uh, we're hoping for as many areas of the province to be open as possible. Would you expect uh, to see a, 
sort of a, a rerun of what we saw before in terms of stage two, having that, that stage reopening where Toronto is not part of it? Well, I, uh, that's what we had had been expecting. But, uh, you know, when I look at the numbers, it, it seems that most areas are, are pretty similar for, for uh, numbers of new cases. So um, it's not like when the stage two opened in Toronto stood out as, a, as an area of hot, of hot spots. Um, it's looking like it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty much the same across the province. So um, hopefully that that's not the case. Um, but uh, we'll I guess we'll find out in a little over a half hour. James Rylip is the Vice President in Central Canada of Restaurants Canada. James, great to have you on the program. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. So there you have it. You're going to be able to go out to a bar or a restaurant. Maybe you'll be able to lift some weights. All of this is very exciting, is it not? Shots, everybody. Belly up to the bar. Round of shots for... Okay, no, you just got to stay over there. Just you and your... Your shot over there, please, if you don't mind. Stay back. Be odd. It see I I how do you feel about this? Do you see yourself like, yep, I'm heading out to the keg. Or wherever it is. By the way, people at the keg, you are now an advertiser on this radio station. You'll need to remit a check. In fact, don't actually pay me, pay my mom. Because that's the kind of the way we handle things now in Canada. Just the cash to my mother and Maybe maybe a sibling, one of the sibling, one of my sisters, just to yeah, handle that. But here's my concern about all of this, is that we still don't have childcare or daycare or, like I said, we don't have a real plan for when we go back to school. And right now we're going to reopen, we're going to start reopening, and it's very possible, and it's, all the experts say that, you know, it doesn't matter how much you have flattened the curve, as you reopen, you will get spikes. It, that is just inevitable. Inevitable. So, you know, the numbers that we have today expect, if we do have this uh, stage reopening, as we're expecting to have announced today, that expect in a couple of months, or rather a couple of weeks, you know, five, four or five weeks from now, that the numbers will start going back up. And here's what I'm telling you. You really want to open up bars at the expense of getting kids back to school in September? This is a concern. I think everybody should be worried about it. And hopefully the youngins, the youngsters, don't go crowding into busy nightclubs and we see this kind of spikes that we've seen in the United States. Hopefully that does not happen.